Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, let's see if we can help out Allison Eric this week. She's in the Johnston area. She says, I'm about to turn 65 and I plan to continue to work another couple of years, maybe three. Uh, but I just learned that my previous employer's pension plan requires me to start receiving money from that account as soon as I turn 65, which I am. So I can either take the lump sum of 240 grand, or I can get an $1,100 a month payment. Any thoughts on this, Eric? Well, Allison, so a couple really simple ways uh, to think about this. If you look at the pension payout, can I replicate that? Um, the answer is yes. Can I replicate that the amount that they're providing? Probably no, but maybe with interest rates going up a little bit, you could replicate it because hmm. when you look at a distribution rate, right? So if we take $1,100 a month and I multiply that by 12, that means you're getting $13,200 a year. Mm-hmm. You divide that by the 240000 that's a distribution rate of 5.5%. That's pretty good at age 65. That's not bad. Um, wouldn't be that hard to replicate. But what people don't look at is how about the tax nature of that pension? That pension's 100% taxable. And you mentioned here that you plan on working another two to three years. So now we got to add another $13,200 worth of taxable income onto your onto your back, so to speak, right? Mm. So your taxes are going to pay more until you actually do retire. If you take the lump sum, you can roll that over tax-free into an IRA, which means you're not forced to take money out of that account um, for another seven years because it doesn't require until you're 72 to pull that money out. So you can invest that any way you want. Now, if we look at how many months that you'll get paid, if you were to take the $240,000 out, stick it in a savings account that earns zero interest rate and just draw, took out the seven or the $1,100 a month each month from that account balance, that would take you 218 months to deplete it, which is 18 years. So if you retired now, that's age 83. If you retire in three years, that's going to be age 86. So you have mm-hmm. to look at life expectancy or something like that. So if you take the money to the IRA, you have more control over it. You have more tax control because you only pay tax on what you decide to take out, uh, which is nice uh, for a lot of folks just having that tax control. And if you don't spend it all, then you got something left over to go to people that you care about. I don't know if you have kids or relatives or someone else you want to leave that money to. So uh, it really, like any financial question, (laughs) the answer is depends. Um, Depends on your plan, whether source of income, how much income you do need in retirement. But on cursory glance like this, I would say the lump sum is going to be more advantageous for you. It's going to give you a lot more options and choices because you could always take it and in three years try to build in a source of income coming from that amount. And it could probably match that $1,100 a month that you'd get. So just giving you op- – it'd be great options. But what I'd encourage you, Allison, is to come in for a review and let us see how we can help you with that. Because it's not a decision you want to make lightly. You want to look at your whole plan as opposed to just, you know, this one aspect of it. Yeah. Um, No, that was really cool, though. I mean, I appreciate breaking it down that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's just uh, there's simple mathematics. You know, when people don't, when they, when you start to take the number and divide it by how many months it takes for you to deplete it, earning zero, Mm -hmm. it's a long time. You're like, well, you know, because the thing about a pension, if you turn it on, you get the $1,100 a month, 
and heaven forbid, you know, lightning strikes you or try to think of some (laughs) way for you to go. If something unexpected happens to you, then all that money goes back to the insurance company or the the pension provider, which is probably an insurance company or the company, right? Right. Right. Versus if you had that $240,000 in your IRA struck by the same lightning bolt, guess what? Your family gets that $240,000. Yeah, and whatever you've grown it, possibly grown it with. Yeah, so sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good, you know, great question, Allison, and uh, certainly interesting options to be in there. Uh, gives you a little food for thought, as we usually try to do here on the show. But as always, please check with a, your professional or a professional like Eric before you do take any action. And you can call him uh, and follow up and, and go through this process if you'd like to five one five two two six fifteen hundred. They're going to call you, obviously, but I like to give the number out that way. So others who might be in a similar situation may want to take advantage of that and reach out and have a call and have a chat. 515-226-1500. Thanks for listening to the show, and uh, let's see if we can help out Larry in the Ankeny area. He says, Eric, here's my situation. I have about 1.4 mil in retirement savings, about 27 grand in credit card debt, and I only owe 54000 left on the mortgage. Is it worth withdrawing some of the retirement savings, he says ample, <laughs> to pay off the credit card and the house? So basically, he's thinking about pulling out, what, about eighty grand of his one point four to pay off his stuff. What you think? Well, Larry, um, don't know your age, so it doesn't tell me um, what age you're at. Now, if you're over 59 and a half, then you're only going to pay ordinary income taxes on pulling that money out. Mm-hmm. True, um, and the interest savings that you'd have on the credit card debt would be wise. The mortgage, uh, you're not paying much interest anyway, so you're basically paying off at this rate, principal yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah. But with the market being down, I'm not sure how much of your assets are in the stock market, so you're selling depressed assets to pay off other things. It really depends. Um, That's you know, a good you, point. Yeah, you could be you know selling some stuff off or whatever while it's down, right? Not necessarily the, correct. the best move. Correct. Now, if you had money that was in your portfolio, say it was in a, an account that didn't get impacted as much, maybe you had some stuff in like they call a stable value fund or money market, that would be a safe place to draw it from. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you draw out of a 401k, it doesn't say if it's 401k or not, um, is that they do it pro rata. You can't choose, hey, I want it only from this fund versus that fund. In an IRA, you can do that. You can choose where you want to pull it from. But this would be one you want to sit down um, and, and run it and make sure that you're not going into the next tax bracket either. So let's say you have, because it doesn't tell me whether you're married or not. So let's say you have you know $10,000 left on your current tax step. You go over $10,000, you're going to the next tax step. Well, that's where you'd want to maybe only pull out ten this year and pay it off over a couple of years. to so pay off the high stuff first, which would be the credit cards, as soon as possible. The mortgage would be one I'd finish off last. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, and the mortgage would be paid off eventually at some time. It's easier, to, it's easier to take money out of a qualified plan in flow, monthly income, as opposed to big chunks because of the tax situation that it can cause. Yeah, and if so, he's got a, a decent interest rate on that mortgage, I mean, it's eventually going, I get it, if only 54 grand left, you kind of want to be like, see that thing gone. But at the same time, right, if it's a low interest rate, why why, why rush the cart? Why, why, why sell depreciated assets? Yeah. You know, if you're selling something that's down 20% to pay off something that's only costing you 3%. Great point. There you go. Doesn't make sense, right? That, Wait that, for that's why you have back. a radio show. <laughs> 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 but that's that's why it depends depends work so well because I don't know the whole situation. Yeah. But when you look and say I got one point four, I only owe eighty, I'm only pulling off a certain amount. Oh yeah, in theory you're there. just like, Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. But you're probably have to take out closer to a hundred, hundred and five thousand and net that eighty one that you need to pay that stuff off. Yeah. So then you add another hundred and five thousand tax, but what does that do to your tax brackets? Also, if you don't think about this, but are there some things that you're getting on your tax return credits or those types of things that you lose when your income goes up? Mm-hmm. 
yeah. right? So maybe you put in solar panels or you're, you're supposed to maybe buy an electric vehicle. You're, you're due to get some kind of subsidies and all of a sudden you take this out and all of a sudden you lose your subsidy because your income is too high. So all That's these things point. you want to think about as you as you start taking money out of qualified plans. Well, you know, and we have fun with the whole depends conversation because you can add it to everything. And, and we do, right? Because it truly does. But I, I like that you give some various ideas to ponder and say, okay, well, you could this or you could this or you could this. But at the end of the day, let's find out the true details before you do any of it. These are just some Correct. things to ponder because it's well, all Well, here's gonna another one. Let's say Larry is age 63 okay. and he takes a lot of money out of his IRA or does a big Roth conversion, right? Mm-hmm. At age 65, the um, Medicare is going to look at his tax return from age 63, and it's going to adjust how much he pays for his Part B on his Medicare. Oh, great point. So you have this IRMA tax to think about, too. So that's an interesting one because, you know, you want to do these Roth conversions, but let's say your income goes up. It goes goes over a dollar over this threshold. You're paying 60-something dollars more per month for that year for your Medicare Part B. You're paying more than somebody's getting the same darn thing. It's like being on an airline, Right. You could be sitting next to somebody. Your your keisters are three inches apart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're paying. Maybe they paid half as much as you did because airline is one of the only products out there where it's different pricing on each seat, depending on when you bought your ticket, right? Depending on where you know all those things. And the closer you get to the date it's supposed to take off, it gets what more and more expensive. Yeah. So that's what happens with Medicare Part B. Is that if your income is too high, you're going to pay more for the exact same product. Um, So you want to be careful and mindful of that as well. That's a great point. Well, really good information here today on the show as we're wrapping up some of these email questions. Larry, thanks so much. Uh, Hopefully that helps you out, my friend, with some things to think about. Obviously, the team is going to follow up. But if you're in a similar situation, reach out. 515-226-1500. All those little nuance we talked about before. There's so many little moving parts that make up the retirement planning strategy process. So get on the calendar. Have that complimentary review, 515 226-1500. Two two six fifteen hundred. Eric, let's see if we can squeeze in one more before we jump out. Uh, it's from Renee in the Des Moines area. She says, I don't have a very complex legacy plan, but I'd like to leave something to my son, something to my sister, and something to the church. I do have life insurance as well as retirement savings. And then, of course, there's the house. Does it matter who gets what? That's interesting. Absolutely, because if there's a beneficiary on there that you didn't mention that you want to exclude, and that would be your favorite uncle, Uncle Sam, also known as the IRS, then what you'd want to do is you want to leave the life insurance to either your son or your sister or both, um, because that will be tax-free to whoever receives it. Um, You can leave the house to the people because they will receive a step-up in basis, which means as the house, um, let's say you bought it at $100,000, it's worth $200,000 at your passing, they inherited it and then sell it, it's based on that $200,000 value. It doesn't go back to the $100,000. Right. Now, your retirement savings are 100% taxable to whoever receives them unless it is a charity. So if you left your IRAs and oh, things like right. that so to the church. Oh, that's right. So she could QCD it, right, over to the right. church. Yeah. No, not, not the QCD. Just um, if an entity, a, a charity receives it, they don't pay tax. Oh, okay. So you can leave the whole, you get a million dollars in an IRA and leave it all to a church, and the church is not going to pay tax on that. Oh, that's fantastic. So the only person who suffers is who? The IRS. Uncle Sam. Yeah. (laughs) So, Renee, if you like to eliminate them, then that's the way I would do it. But also I would, you know, look and see, you know, um, if you're leaving stuff to kids, always assume they're getting everything. So they definitely want to have some language in there (laughs) to understand that you're leaving some to someone else. But uh, that's it from a tax nature standpoint. Life insurance is tax-free if as long as it's held outside of your state and you don't have a state tax issue. Under current tax law, they receive a step-up in basis on capital assets like stocks and real estate and those types of things. And then qualified plans are taxable to whoever receives them unless that's a charity. So 
that's how you'd want to look at it. But again, come in and we can look through that in greater detail to explain that to you. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.